From it, what 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 are you watching Blue over there on the I'm YouTube? I'm watching the uh, Nintendo Direct. We'll talk about it, of course. I think during Nerd Time, uh, the new Mario movie coming okay. out. Okay. Watching, uh, they're about to release the trailer here live on their Nintendo Direct. Of course, they're you know, I guess maybe they, I should use this term. They're edging you along the way because they're just like, here's some of the actors now, and they're just really really taking their time to get to it. Very very much so. But my, my main question with this, and it's not just I think everyone tries to do the Steve Jobs these days with these sort of presentations and these things, but Steve Jobs could do it, but these these guys able to hire a, you know like a PR person a Dude, Troy McClure if I you know. will to actually be the voice and presentation I know that of you, their presentations you're not a uh, not a huge video game guy so you didn't used to probably watch a lot of E3 stuff or any of the conferences we used to have pre-pandemic never where... Dude, when I've actually gone to conferences I wouldn't go watch any of the panels or conferences <laughs> exactly so uh, there's been a lot of like cringeworthy like sort of presentations and stuff like that speaking at gamers and gamer uh but it's businessmen doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's a lot of it's CEOs and sometimes just really cringy actors they hired to do skits that they've written. It's <laughs> there's all there's good compilations online if you feel like cringing <laughs> to go watch stuff like that. But what uh Publishers and uh, game companies have decided to do instead of just doing that, just doing their own direct streams, and you can tune in whenever they tell you they're going to do them, and they'll do them directly to you instead of having to pay and go, you know, to, a to, a, to an actual or physical Comic-Con, location, a con, yeah. whatever. And that's cool. Yeah, I did hear uh, Chris Pratt just now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they put ta- him on talking about uh, how he spent much of his childhood uh, stomping on Koopas. Yeah, it's like no, dude, you stopped. You stomped on the Goombas more. I think he's faking it. I think he is think pretending so. to. Know because if you think <laughs> you just took one piece of information, you do stomp on Koopas too. By the you way, you do, didn't know but that. the main they're like the second most main like enemy in the number game. Number two, but for most of it, especially in the original Mario, for for most of the early levels, there are more Goombas than there are the Koopas. Sure. Absolutely. But so it, you're not going to go straight to the Koopa Turtles. You're going to you're going to say the Goombas. Well, yeah, the Goomba is the very first enemy in the very first level that teaches you you should jump and you know you can stomp on it. But yeah, and then uh, sure it, it, when you go into the underground level, they have the ones that hold hands and you can stomp on both of them right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like that get rid of that fiance and, uh, and lover. Here's uh, I guess the only clip we can play so far because the the stream's still happening right now. Yeah, uh, we're not going to be able to get audio from it for so probably again, the next fifteen. Co- coming up on the Nerd Report, we're going to find out more about the new Mario movie, but here is a, a clip that we were allowed to play because they send these to media outlets yeah. so we can kind of preview them and, and show them to like, oh, go see this movie. So yeah, well, uh, This is the uh, one of the, the voice actor? Yes, this is Chris Pratt okay. uh, doing Mario in the new Mario movie. Ah, hey. Hey, where's the freaking gabagoo? Ah, ah. You mother You mother don't make me get the... Bah. Hey, I'm walking here. So there we go. That's yeah. what we have to look forward to in the Sounds new Mario good. movie. Um, really getting into character. We'll, I like we'll, it. We'll discuss Blop. more. Blop on coming those up. Uh, Gabagoo. 
the Great Train Robbery. That's right, today in history we had the first ever Great Train Robbery. I'm going to play a little bit of Red Dead Redemption music. That's what kind of fascinated me about this. But yes, October 6, 1866, two brothers, John and Simon Reno, staged the first ever train robbery in American history. Now, trains had been robbed before, but usually they were in freight yards or depots. The Reno Brothers' contribution to criminal history was stopping a moving train in a sparsely populated region. What we think about when we think of Old West train robberies uh, so they could carry out their crime without the risk of interference from law or curious uh, bystanders. Uh, They made off... Sorry, what kind of train? Was this like a special train or was it just like a passenger train? It was a choo-choo train. Oh, a choo-choo. Specifically. Uh, The two of them made off with $1,300. I'm sorry. Uh, $13,000, 13000 In 2022 money, that is uh, almost $400,000. Damn, that's enough to live in Austin off of. <laughs> Just barely. Uh, the Reno Brothers' new method of robbing trains quickly became very, very popular in the West. Uh, bandits who might have otherwise been robbing banks or stagecoaches yeah. discovered that in the newly constructed transcontinental railroads, uh, many of the regions, many of the areas were so empty with nothing yeah. else even close around, they could just wait in ambush and uh, jump, rob. Yeah. From the people, from the coaches, from all that. Super smart, man. These guys were ahead of their time, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. And then from there on, you know, so many other famous train robberies ended Uh, up happening. And then you started having uh, literal cavalry uh, hired officers, the Pinkertons, people like that actually watching and and riding with the trains. More like Stinkertons. uh, Very much, Spencer. Thank you. Hold on to me. Uh, Give you that. Thank you. Uh, many criminal <laughs> games, uh, specifically like Butch Cassidy's Wild Bunch, uh, found that robbing trains was so damn easy and lucrative, they made it their specialty, giving up on all other sorts of crimes. Uh, railroad owners, however, as we know, very rich. Yeah. Uh, uh, they weren't about to sit back and let it keep happening. Uh, they turned would-be robbers into dead dead? That's what it says. No, that's what I made up. Uh, uh, What they did is increasingly, like I said, had more guards, had less cash and precious metals and things that were uh, able to be stolen and easily fenced on the trains and used a lot more uh, bonds, things like that, and also had better protected safes heavily armed guards and of course they started avoiding uh, actually using certain times and certain routes yeah, for, for payrolls and stuff like that. I was going to ask if they had like decoy trains but I imagine that's a little more pricey than just hiring some more guards. They would do that with stagecoaches but yeah, yeah trains, you see the thing about trains, Spencers, they, they only have one track they can run on Oh, yeah? I'm just kidding. Uh, but there you go. Today. No, they have more than one? <laughs> uh, today in history, the very first <laughs> official train robbery carried out by the Reno Brothers, uh, starting the legacy of the Wild Wild West. A guy on Twitch is making hundreds of thousands of dollars by just dressing like a girl. And now it's time for Emily's Social Cues. Is this on the radio? 
Social Cues is here with Emily. If it's on the internet, you know what? We're going to take it. We're going to talk about it on the radio. Yeah, and this is... <laughs> okay, let me give you backstory on all of this first. So on TikTok, I keep getting... On my TikTok feed, so when I'm scrolling through the videos, I keep getting videos of this one. It's like this straight dude that dresses up like a woman and some other account has been clipping different videos from his live streams and piecing them together and making like short little clips that are funny. So for some reason, they keep popping up on my feed. Uh, So I texted my best friend. I was like, hey, this is really weird. But can I, like, show you something that I think is, like, really entertaining right now? And she goes, sure. So then I go and I send her a long paragraph explaining this whole thing, like I'm about to do with all of you, just for her to turn around and go, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, no, I've been watching his stuff, too. Yeah. And turns out that's why she's my best friend, because we both have weird feeds. But I asked all of my other friends, and nobody has any idea who this guy is, oh, no. except for Same. us two. And we live in different states. So anyways, I am about to educate all of you. Whew. Because this is incredibly entertaining. So the streamer's name is Finster. It's like F1NN5TER. He is about my age. I think he might be a little younger than me. And basically it all started off where he has long hair and he one day decided just like to dress like a little twitch e-girl you know so he put on like a cute little outfit and wore a little bit of makeup and people put it together that he looks like a girl and I think he was going on like websites and trolling people too Um, semi catfishing yeah Yeah. so he decided just to make money you know because he's not this is his job is just to be on a a streamer and he wanted to make it He decided, Uh good job, I like that, CJ. Uh, He decided to dress up as a girl for a month, and if he reached his Twitch donations, like, goal, he would do it another month, and another month, and another month. So I have a clip of him kind of explaining what girl month is. Here we go. And then I wanted to step up the show a little bit, so I introduced girl month. In which I got my eyelash extensions done, which is basically this. I, 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 this is what I look like off camera. Exactly this, but without the pink eyeshadow. Uh, eyelash extensions. All the time. 100% of the time. And I started to grow my hair out. And I wear girl clothes at all times. So, yeah. Like so, at all time, like even out and about? Yeah, or just he, for, he explains uh, more in the video that he literally closed all of his boy clothes into a trunk in a different room and he's like I'm I don't wear those at least on stream I don't think he yeah. goes out that often I well, think if he's, he's streaming like six to eight hours a day like a yeah. lot of them end up doing yeah they kind of just no time home for bodies. sunlight yeah. no but he has like permanent eyelash extensions that you have to redo every single month and man y'all pay me some money and I'll dress up right I'll, me too man we should all dress up yeah he ended up finding a very niche type of um Viewer who enjoys the concept of this straight man dressing up like a woman. Okay. And it, it happens. Girl Month has don't, now. Don't keep shame, Emily. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. But uh, Girl Month is now. Um, has now lasted for 13 months and it's still going. Oh, full on year of girl so month? He has been on his Twitch channel, a girl, for over a month. And he there's clips on this uh, this page, this TikTok page that this person makes of him, where he's like 
getting like eighty thousand dollar donations, like at Dude. once, like from like one specific person. Wow. Um, and Whale. it'll be like they'll like tell him what to do, or they'll just be like, "Oh, it's you turning know, dangerously into OnlyFans." It is. It territory. is. Uh-oh, but uh-oh. but the funny, the most entertaining part about all of this is that he is obviously incredibly straight like when you watch his videos and you see him talk like he thinks that this is hilarious and he just <laughs> plays into it and he's 100% unashamed because he's like yo I'm getting that bag That's at right. the end of the day I'm, I'm making doing. more money than most That's of you. That's what I'm doing I'm gonna be a bearded lady I don't care. Yeah right and so like he just has like a great twitch setup now and like I think Man. he probably lives in his own house like he makes so much money just by dressing up and And that's being not that pre. bad I had a no. friend well I don't have I have a friend who does an OnlyFans, and like one of the things that she gets requested to do is to like squish bugs with her feet, and she's like, "I won't do it." And I'm like, "Yeah, but I mean, like, come on, yeah, I can't pay this much. Come on!" And she's like, like, "No, I I refuse." Yeah, things like this are just—it feels like one big dare. Like you know, when you're a kid and you're like, "Hey, I'll give you five bucks if you go lick somebody's shoe," and then you go do it. This is just for all of those people that ended up doing those pranks when they were children, except for now on higher ends. Like, Perfect. I think. Hey, I'll the, give you 80 grand if you right? suck this lollipop. The as a last woman. girl month goal, <laughs> he reached over $30,000 in one month. One month. We're in the wrong business. I know. Yeah. I know. Oh, what I would give to be a pretty boy girl on the internet. Let's do it, y'all. <laughs> now you can show your kids how you used to Halloween. Parrot Pickup with Matt Bearden. If you're waiting in the line to get your kids or just need to learn stuff, specifically how to Halloween, Matt's here for you. Uh, I think a lot of us kind of had the same connections in Halloween. You had similar costumes. You know which costumes were hot, which candies were really hot at the time. And then we had the movies we watched. I think uh, like our parents, they would watch The Great Pumpkin Patch with Charlie Brown or whatever. Then there was a long time when there wasn't any good Halloween stuff out there because I don't know, it was the Reagan era and they didn't like Halloween because it meant you didn't love Jesus. Devil worship witches! Right, but 29 years ago, a movie came out called Hocus Pocus that had some witches in it. Um, It had uh, kind of just a a, a burgeoning actress, uh, had a very established actress, and then it had somebody that was really just from the commercials at that point. It was called Hocus Pocus 2. Uh, you might remember it. Anybody? Anybody? Bette Midler. She had already, I think, even oh, won a Grammy at that point or something. She was kind of a big deal. Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker, who had course. done a couple things. She had been in like a movie called L.A. Yeah. Story, where she was just like a sprightly young girl. She used to do television when she was really young. I think it was a, mo- a show called maybe Square Pegs, where she played like a nerd. But she hadn't become the big star that she is now. Yeah, she'd yet to do sex in the city. That's yeah, really years and then Kathy and Jimmy, who was sort of like I think she did Snapple ads and stuff like that. It <laughs> really yeah. exploded big time. Anyway, all three of them hocus pocus, and then it's been played ad nauseum. Uh, and you're just like, it's not personally. I don't think it's a great movie, but my kids love it. A little run out of it. Good news, everybody. Uh, hocus pocus two is out. I banish thee from Salem. <laughs> They were right to fear thee. Magic has a way of uniting. Happy 16th birthday, child. I have a gift for my favorite customers. Legend has it, it's on the 16th birthday that a witch gets her powers. 
Actually, and I got to tell you, I'm pretty shocked about this. It's actually good? It's getting really good reviews. And people, I was really afraid at first when I read the reviews because I thought this is going to be all nostalgia. People are just excited that there's something new out. And if it's passable, then they're just going to love it. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I believe it's on uh, Disney Plus is where you can stream it. And But what's kind of awesome is that people are saying, hey, look, I thought I was going to like this simply because of the nostalgia, but actually it comes off as a pretty passable movie. Um, the only reason I'm even bringing up is it passable, is it good, is for the adults, because we like to sit down and sometimes watch stuff with our kids, right? Yeah, and I don't like to bring bad stuff to people during parent pickup. And we, right. we can't watch Ernest Scared Stupid too because rest in peace. Right. Yeah. Jim Varney. Right, and then yeah. Jim Varney's the ghost will haunt your house if you do. That's the hey, legend. Burn. The legend of Say it three times in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. It is 29 years later, and the story actually picks up 29 years later. They managed to get the three main cast members back for it, which is kind of awesome because I don't know how you do it without them. Right. Was and Thor make it good. in that, too? Oh, like I, the two kids weren't they? Some they ended up. up having kind of a career, hold right? I was just yeah, on. yeah. I go, go on with your point, Matt, while, while Spencer gets on our research department. How about you don't tell me what to do? Okay, well, I won't. Uh, that being said, people uh, are actually saying, anyways. "Hey, this is pretty darn good. We're enjoying it, and we think that this is." They did a decent job. The reason I don't care about if kids like it or not is kids will watch garbage. Absolute hot garbage. (laughs) It's amazing how bad of a movie you can put in front of your kids, and they not only will watch it, but then they will watch it again the next night, and then watch it again the next night. Kids are really bad critics, unless it comes to food, and then they'll let you know everything they don't like, and the weird thing is, they only like really bad food. Kids are just bad people. They're the worst. They really are. That's why YouTube stars are famous, because of kids, not because you have talent. My nephew makes me watch crap again and again and again. Wow. Well, yeah. Thor Birch was in the first Hocus Pocus. There okay. you go. Nailed it. Way, Way to go. Just thought I would break the ice a little. Well, little I do recommend tension. it to people. I think a lot of people do know that it's coming out, but probably are like, ugh, do I want to hit play on this? Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it myself, which is a really bad way to do a review. <laughs> I'm literally saving it because my kids said, can we please watch it with you? So I didn't want to watch it without them. We're going to watch it right before Halloween. But if you're gearing up for Halloween, looking for something, um, check it out. He's already stalking you. Stalk back at the CJ Morgan. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 101X. Jack in the Box, why are you trying to kill me? I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! Just in time for Halloween, something very frightful to your arteries and stomach. Uh, Jack in the Box are bringing back their monster tacos. What are those? Ah. Well, they're the Jack in the Box tacos you can get for like, what, 50 cents each, a buck for two. Uh, But they're massive. They're the oversized, overfilled taco shells with their signature delicious, yummy, Whatever ground up rat yeah, meat. Doesn't it matter. Is. It's all fried. Who cares? Uh, two for three bucks. And yeah. they're at participating Jack in the Boxes through October 31st. And I got to say, me. man. These these tacos, the Jack in the Box tacos are the most disgusting thing that has ever existed in mankind. Yeah. While simultaneously being the most delicious treat you've ever had. It's like a strange, a strange gift from the gods that is just. Uh, 
You're right. It, it, it looks like garbage, tastes like garbage. Still completes me, makes me feel good. Right from Dionysus. It's, it's the wine that <laughs> poisons us but makes us feel good. Yeah. Uh, they're absolutely delicious. And I don't care if you're a stoner, a freak, a geek, a kicker, a alcoholic, whatever it might be. No matter what your mood or temperament, those tacos are the best thing at Jack in the Box. And listen, I love me some Jack in the Box, but damn, they're so good. And now uh, you can get the biggins, the monster tacos. My only question is, why not bring back the full array of the monster tacos you oh, had, like Jack the, in the Box? Didn't they have like three different ones? They or? had like a bacon ranch. Yeah. They had uh, super nacho cheese jalapeno. Like they yeah. had like an entire thing. I remember. Like I, if, I had some late nights at Jack in the Box whenever that was around. Oh, we all have, my friend. Hey. But why not bring them all back? Uh, October yeah. 4th. So yeah, earlier this week is officially when they started. But yeah, bring, bring back every single one of them. Yeah. All of it. I don't know. They might be just be testing on the waters, see if there's a good response. I mean, maybe they're taking a cue from Taco Bell, like, hey, let's bring some stuff back, but they're just not trying to rush it. You know what I mean? Uh, less is more, I guess. I don't uh, know. I'm trying to empathize with a freaking jack in the box. I don't care. Last time I had a few of these, <laughs> uh, I had a few too many before bed. And boy, I woke up with heartburn that would yeah. not end because also their hot sauce. It's bad but good, and if you've ever, if you lived in the Panhandle or have ever driven through it, there's a, a gas station called Allsup's where they have uh, really good chimichangas, but they have mm. a kind of red sauce, and the 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 Jack in the Box red sauce, the hot sauce, is very similar to the Allsup sauce. Also bad, good, yeah, uh, but absolutely incredible. Speaking of the Panhandle, as a kid, I, I think we brought this up on the show. I, I distinctly remember Burger King being the first to actually have. Tacos. Now, I'm not talking about Taco Bell Krispies or Dairy Queen Crispy Tacos, but I mean like the Jack in the Box ones, which are composed and then deep fried. Yeah, I think it might have been in the 80s when they were around, but then there was like a resurgence at some place. I think we did, I did a little research on this and we brought it up once. But I think there was sometime in the 2000s, some select locations had them, too. Had so the Burger might, King tacos. Yeah, that might be what you're remembering as well. Yeah. Because I, I feel like in the 80s, I think you were I had a little them baby. There first. Yeah. Uh, Jack in the Box Monster Tacos, two for three bucks. Uh, I'm going to fill up on them because you know what? Coming home late from ACL Fest after a long day in the sand, dust, and broadcasting, nothing is better than fast food, and there's no better late night fast food than a Jack in the Box. My only question is... Do, do you think the lettuce is in it when they deep fry it, or do they like deep fry it and then put the lettuce in later? It better be in there when they deep fry right? it. Right? Like, I don't want no lettuce what? without grease. First of all, why is it even in there in the first place? Who cares? Get it out of here. I, need, I just need cheese and meat. <laughs> yeah. It's the new hit radio game show, Edit or Bet It, where one of us, Matt, Emily, Spencer, myself, takes each other on in a subject that one person knows, the other doesn't. The challenger who doesn't know about it tries to trick the other one for points, big points. It's basically two truths and a lie. Yeah. But yeah. in a creative, fun storytelling fashion, uh, so far the score is all very, very close, but let's not get into that. Let's get into this week's competition and find out who will be taking on whom in edit or bet it. We have an expert and a challenger. The expert, very knowledgeable on the subject. The challenger, not knowledgeable at all, but just enough to maybe trick the expert. And this week's expert's going to be Matt Bearden. All right. Ooh, sweet. All right. Matt. Matt. 
Who is going to be uh, taking the, on There's the only one topic I put in there, which was sleeping. That's the only thing I'm really <laughs> an expert in. That's um, not true. I will crush you at that. <laughs> oh, I think we're all experts at that. <laughs> well, actually, no, I am, because I'm the only one that gets to sleep in every day. That's y'all, true. Y'all, yeah. y'all have to get up early and do things. Uh, the challenger is going to be me, CJ. All right, Ooh. so... The expert is Matt, the challenger is CJ, and the subject, something that Matt is an expert in and I am not, first generation Tacoma. So first generation Tacoma. And Matt, obviously a bit of a gearhead. Um, Oh, don't go that far. Please don't put that on me because people will call and go, you ain't no gearhead. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's very, very (laughs) true. I know how to fix my own car. It's never been in the shop. I've done all the work to it myself. Wow, what a brag. I've uh, pulled the engine out of it. I've taken it all apart. That's you know how I learned how to do all this stuff? How? YouTube. YouTube. Hard work? YouTube. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. It's the best. Um, YouTube. Wow. Uh, I also like uh, getting to do this because Matt's watched me ruin my dr- <laughs> my drain plugs in my car for the uh, the sunroof leaked. I've seen and so this I put too. A, I put a, uh, you're supposed to use weed whacker line, but I didn't have that. So I was like, oh, I'll use a, uh, I'll use a coat hanger. You know, with a sharp point on it. And he just ran it right through the line. Line. Didn't work. Yeah. Um, one time, my battery finally died on me. I, I waited too long to get it replaced, that sucks. and uh, all my tools to take like the, like the long screwdriver with their not screwdriver, but the hex to get my battery out mm-hmm. was in my car, but. When your car's electronic, I couldn't get in the back. Uh, so this is going to be very interesting. Now, before we even get into the subject, before I have two songs to come up with something about first-generation Tacoma and try to trick Matt, Spencer and Emily get a chance to make a blind bet. The blind bets are worth three points. You can lose it, you can get three points, or you can wait to hear... Uh, the story, the presentation I'm going to do and uh, and wager one point. Uh, Emily, Spencer, what are we going to do? Well, I believe I'm at negative points right now, so I am not going to risk it. Are you sure? You could, but you could become unnegative. Um, yeah, but, mm, I don't know. I I don't know enough about cars and gears and in and, and how Matt's head works to know okay. if I want to bet on you yet. So, All right. Yeah. And thank you. You're welcome. I think, I'm, I think I'm gonna take that bet. I'm gonna say Matt gets it. Wow. Matt gets it. Wow. Matt will thank you for win. having trust Sorry. in me, Spencer. Spencer. You're welcome. Sorry going. ahead of time if I let you down. <laughs> Spencer going blind Nillo as we call it in spades or whatever that is. All right, we're gonna come back in a couple of songs and I'm gonna see if I can trick Matt about first generation Tacoma. All right, it's here. It's Editor Bennett. The moment of truth. Matt Bearden's the expert. Myself, CJ Morgan, the challenger. The subject is first-generation Tacoma. Emily deciding she is not going to bet. You're going to wait no. to hear my presentation. Yeah. Whether or not I can trick Matt about this. Spencer straight up said no. CJ, screw you. Matt's going to get this, right? I did not say the screw you part but that's how it feels okay well it was implied (laughs) all right so So here we go again it's basically two truths or a lie i'm going to read a paragraph uh something in here is false information okay matt's going to have to guess what that is Uh, again he's the expert on first generation tacoma cj the challenger here we go i hope he says the nissan tacoma and then i'll know what it is (laughs) 
1864, Pioneer and Postman John Carr built a cabin, which also served as Tacoma's first post office. No, 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 Tacoma no, no. was incorporated on November 12, 1875, wait, 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 wait. following its selection as the western terminus of the no, no, Northern no, 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 Pacific no. Railroad. No, first gen Tacoma is a it's a truck. No, you're going with Tacoma, Washington. Yeah, for you, it says first gen Tacoma. Yeah, you're trying to do first generation of people that lived in Tacoma? Yeah. Yeah, I can't help you with that at all. I've never been outside. I've never been to the Pacific Northwest. Well, I guess you better oh, figure man. out what's wrong on this. <laughs> I, like, I like the Seattle side, by the way. Uh, <laughs> we know you wrote anyhow, another paragraph. In November 1885. <laughs> um, okay, all right. That was my Good joke prank. one. I had to do a silly yeah, one. Uh, Good uh, prank. Uh, all right, the real one. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> mm. I was going to say, don't make a bet yet because I got, or don't tell them the issues because right, I got to make go. a bet okay. still. Yes, you, you got to wait and hear the entire thing before you try to guess okay. what's wrong or not. All right. <clears throat> Toyota Tacoma's first generation pickups, which replaced the Hilux in North America in 1995, came with three engine options 2.4 liter four cylinder rated at 142 horsepower, 2.7 liter four cylinder rated at 150 horsepower. And a 3.4 liter V6 rated at 190 horsepower. In the popular 1980s film, Back to the Future 3 had Marty McFly raced Needles, a character played by the Red Hot Chili Peppers Flea, in his Toyota, he would have hit a Rolls Royce and ruined his future, but avoided so by shifting into reverse. Matt Bearden's Tacoma has three 101X stickers, at least three 101X stickers on it as we speak. Okay, I want to make the bet that he's going to get it. You got you put a lot of stuff in there. He yeah, that has was like to. six sentences. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he that, did. Uh, but yeah. I feel like you would. You should. You, you you got this. You got this. All right. So Emily is also yeah, betting. Bet. She's wagering one on Matt. Okay. Do you Sorry. want me to read it again? <laughs> I do want you to read it one more time. Okay. We get two reads. Toyota Tacoma's first-generation pickups, which replaced the Hilux in North America in 1995, came with three engine options, 2.4-liter four-cylinder rated at 142 horsepower, 2.7-liter four-cylinder rated at 150 horsepower, and a 3.4-liter V6 rated at 190 horsepower. In the popular 1980s film Back to the Future 3, had Marty McFly raced Needles, a character played by the Red Hot Chili Peppers Flea, in his Toyota, he would have hit a Rolls Royce and ruined his future, but avoided so by shifting into reverse. Matt Bearden's Tacoma has at least three 101X stickers on it as we speak. I think what you want me to do is to say that my car doesn't have three 101X stickers on it because it has currently zero 101X stickers. But here's the thing that I know about you. I wouldn't have put it past you that in the time I've been sitting in the studio, you would have gotten somebody in the building to go put three 101X stickers on my truck. <laughs> I know how you work. Yeah, I saw Oliver running around earlier. Did you? Did you, did you recruit him? Does Oliver know what Now, I'm drives? confused because I thought there, there were two four-cylinder engines, but I thought one was 142 and one was 147. They're negligible in their horsepower. My other confusion is that the, the 5 FEVZ engine I thought was a three point. 6 cylinder and you said 3.4 cylinder. I don't know why you brought up Marty McFly's truck because it has nothing to do with the first gen Tacoma. Also you said it replaced the Hilux and technically it it replaced something called the Toyota pickup in 
America, but you said North America. It wasn't called the Hilux here inside the United States. So there's so many things that are confusing in oh. there. Oh, oh. <sighs> did he? Did Looking he get him. you? No, did I don't he get, know. Got you? Well, I don't think he got me. The problem is, is that he has so many wrong things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that I think really what's happened is I really do think he's gone and sent somebody to put stickers all over my car. Because it's he knows how angry it makes me when people put stickers on my car. It's yeah. happened twice where people just randomly oh, stuck man. stickers on there. Yo, look how stoic he's being right now, too. And I'm going to say... He's best not to give us an inch. You want me to say that the part that's wrong is the three stickers on my car. But I'm pretty sure you've sent someone to put stickers on my car. You going to lock it in? I'm getting ready to lock it in. Let's do this. Five, F-E, E-Z. No Googling. Yeah, what are you doing there? I'm Googling something. You can't um, Google. <laughs> yeah, that's cheating. What yeah. does it say? Tron scan? Black scan? It's not, I'm not actually Googling anything. Uh, I think that the issue is going to be that, oh, God, why don't I know if it's a 3.4 or a 3.6? That's the part where I'm really caught up. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, you didn't ask any part about the SR5, the pre-runner packages. Oh, you yeah. call it a Hilux. I don't know why you brought up the Marty McFly thing. It has nothing to do with the first-gen Tacoma. Mm. It's distracting sense. Mm. It is. Mm. It definitely is distracting. It's time to lock it in. He's looking at you with oh, sexy he's, eyes. He's giving eyes. you those dark eyes. also the part that he knows where that I would think that he's gone to put stickers on my car. And that's where he's getting me really good. <laughs> he knows that I would think, oh, he's put stickers on my car. But maybe he hasn't put stickers on my car. We'll find out with the conclusion to Edit or Bet It when we return. It's Editor Bennett. I'm the challenger. Matt Bearden's the expert. The subject, first generation Tacomas. Matt, it's decision time. What is the piece of information that is incorrect about my presentation? I'm going to say that the problem is the 3.4 liter engine is actually a 3.6 liter engine. Oh my gosh. Um, according to the various blogs and Wikipedia, uh, that is not correct. Um, the piece of information that is wrong on this is in the popular 1980s film Back to the Future 3, Back to the Future 3 came out in 1990. So where you were tricking me was something that had nothing to do with Toyota with Tacomas? Topic. Well, Marty McFly had a Toyota. He didn't have a Toyota Tacoma. Yeah, but that's... No, he, he had literally a vehicle that was made a full generation before the Tacoma was ever invented. Sure, but it was a Toyota. This is a technicality, and it's a zero, and it's a push mm. for everybody. No, no, I don't think so. I think Wait, I, can uh, he address the stickers? Oh, yeah. Uh, why do you think I got here early this morning? <laughs> oh, my God. <gosh. laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> did, did I not even notice them? Did yeah. I get in my car and I didn't see that my car is covered in 101X stickers? Uh, I'm sorry. That's five points for CJ. That is, that's that not. Is, I, no, I don't know. No. I, this seems. Uh-uh. What do you mean? You this, put something in that's not, not about the topic. I said yes. I'm an expert. The topic is a first-gen Tacoma. And you brought in a, movie trivia. Yeah. And, Marty McFly doesn't drove something before a first he gen drove Toyota. a Hilux, which was before the first gen Tacoma. He drove a Toyota, a Toyota pickup, not a Hilux. It's not a Hilux in the United States. It's never been called the Hilux. They're they're going to reintroduce something called the Hilux for the first time ever in North mm. America. I'm sorry, sore loser, but no, I'm awarding myself these points. Let us know and start hitting us up. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on Twitter. Let us know. Uh, are the three of us right, 
or is CJ right? In November 1885, white citizens led by then-Mayor <laughs> Jacob Weinstein had spelled several hundred Native American residents peacefully living in the city. The discovery of gold in Klondike in 1898 led to Tacoma's prominence in the region being it's the C.J. Morgan the, show, I guess. I mean, it did. It used to be called Matt and C.J. I could get away with a lot more. Now I got to go <laughs> take stickers off my car. All right, so here's the deal. Y'all are saying I cheated because I threw in the Marty McFly thing. Well, yeah. But well, that, that doesn't mean he still got it wrong. No, the point no, no, no. is, is he guessed it was the 3.4 whatever liter thing. So he still got it wrong, regardless of what the the trickery was. The net net is. Ladies and gentlemen of the court, no, Matt got it wrong. No, the whole, he got the answer wrong. The whole point of the game and the whole point of you asking, hey, what topic do you want? Is because you're trying to find someone who's an expert on a topic. He never said he's an expert on Marty McFly or Back yeah. to the Future. Or Back to the Future. I mean, I did know that. Hey, you're bringing up a truck that has nothing to do with first gen Tacomas. Yeah, it does because it's the truck that preceded the first gen Tacomas. The only thing it has but to do with Tacomas is Tacoma. the fact that it's from Toyota. Like, yeah. that's, that's and it literally preceded it. the first gen Tacomas. That's so, important. Yeah. A lot of things preceded it. <laughs> so, would yeah. you essentially say that you and, and and that me and your dad are, are the same thing? I preceded your dad. <laughs> gotcha. We'll leave it to the humans to decide. No, humans are dumb. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay, never mind. Then uh, at the CJ Morgan, no, no. who's right? Who's wrong on this? Uh, a lot of points. A lot of everyone a lot winning of points at stake. Here. Yeah, damn. It's me, the new Mario movie. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that. I'm a nerd. The new Mario movie's here, and uh, I think some people are excited about it. Just you the, seem just excited. Teaser, I don't know. Is this the is this the answer to Sonic? Now they're just making live action movies for all this crap. But wasn't Sonic pretty okay? Of I think a movie? it was pretty okay. Yeah. I didn't see the second one. Oh, I'm not a 12 year old boy, so I didn't go watch yeah. it. Oh wow. What wow, are you talking CJ? about, Lego Mr. Man? Lego oh, Land. Yes. Yeah. I, dude, I, that's a, we need to start a new list of CJ cell phones because yeah. I have so many. Uh, but uh, we got the uh, the teaser trailer, but first I thought we would address some controversy with uh, the movie because, um, Emily, you're familiar with Chris Pratt, right? Of course, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. beloved in community. Was it yeah. not? Was no, it no, 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 not community. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Um, but he's kind of like had some issues with his like forcing maybe his religious beliefs. Uh, cheating on his wife or just like leaving one wife for a new yeah, woman? Yeah, dump an affair. Uh, well, whatever. I don't follow along with a lot of celebrity gossip. I honestly gossip, don't so. either. But there, there was something about all that. But uh, now, even before the movie came out, Emily, I'm gonna. There's not really video to show you, but uh, uh, Italian Americans are pissed. Well, not just Italian Americans. People that are fans of the game. Because if you played any Mario game since '96, the first 3D Whoa, one. Woo-hoo! He said a voice actor. Charles Martinet. He's this, he's this goofy old man. Who does Mario. Who does yeah, the Mario yeah. and Luigi and a bunch of the other uh, Mario-like characters. It's, he's still the same guy, too, right? Yeah, still yeah. the same dude for the he's past awesome. 26 He or seems so like years. such a cheery man. But yeah, instead, and so people are like, oh, you already have a guy that can do Mario. Why like, not have him? Chris Pratt. Oh, what? Oh. And so people yeah. are upset, one, that Chris Pratt's doing the voice, yeah. and two, like Italian-Americans are upset at Chris Pratt's... Basically, doing a voice like his interpretation yeah, of so, an yeah. Italian. There was a plumber. leak. Right? There was a leak, and yeah. here, this is we're gonna play this for you real quick, Emily. 
Ah, hey. Hey, where's the freaking gabagoo? Ah, ah. You mother You mother Don't make me get the... Hey, I'm walking here. Wait, is that real? So that that's actually uh, Chris Pratt doing Mario. No, that is fake. <laughs> yeah, what I, what I, is that? I, I tricked Spencer, Matt, and you with that. It's yeah. just because uh-huh. it's been stuck in my head. But it it's he real. loves it, man. He plays it off air. <laughs> I, I played it for almost. I played it for almost everyone in this building. He I mean, it yesterday it just, for three or four times. It's just great. Oh my gosh. Ah, hey. Hey, where's the freaking gabagoo? <laughs> the freaking uh, gabagoo. It's just so <laughs> stupid that I love it. That is um, so anyhow, stupid. we got the teaser trailer. Should we uh, observe that? Nah, let's just. Let's go. Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course we should right, observe so, it. So uh, this is the uh, teaser trailer for the new Mario, which is out April um, 2023. Three, correct. Who else is in this movie? Uh, I think Charlie Day, Keegan Michael Key, Charlie Jack Day, Black, a bunch of Charlie comedians. Day's Luigi. Yeah. Instead of John Lanquizamo. <laughs> I know this is insulting. All right, so uh, here's the teaser trailer for the uh, new Mario movie out April 2023. You mother, you mother, don't make me get the. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> so there you have. Okay, here it is for reals this time. <laughs> I finally found it. Now who's gonna stop me? What is this place? Do not touch that mushroom, you'll die! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that one's perfectly fine. Come on, Mario! Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. So there you have it, new Mario movie. Are, are you excited about it? Everyone know. ready? Um, you going to go see it? Looks very colorful. Yeah, I will definitely be bringing somebody's child to I'm go t- see it. I'm totally watching it. I don't care. Really? Uh, I don't, I mean, the I thing mean, is, video game movies never end up being mm-hmm. up to expectations. Yeah, no. You, this is by the studio that made the Minions, so I'm not exactly. Well, oh, wait, but I like Minions. No, I'm oh, Emily, s- no. Emily, uh, will you, sorry. you're wrong. <laughs> will you repeat one more time what you just said about video game movies? Video game movies always end up being pretty meh. And you've clearly never seen the 90s Mortal Kombat movie because you no, are I haven't. Sorry. very wrong. Very Bob Haskins also in that one, right? No, 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 no. That was what's his face from Highlander. Uh, oh, I forget uh, his name. Christopher though. Lambert. Yeah, Lambert. Yeah, yeah. He's like the store brand of funny. CJ Morgan. CJ Morgan on 101X. I am going to be responsible, and I'm going to meal prep, and I'm going to like it. Do you really mean that? Welcome to The Leftovers, no. where Emily talks about the things <laughs> she didn't get to talk about on The Morning X. So, meal prepping. You... Are, I, I like you kind of do a half-ass charcuterie. You, you buy like a, you buy a, a bag of cheese. You buy like a some nice like meat from the, like basically See, stuff to make a sandwich. But you never actually make a sandwich. No, just, yeah. I never eat, eat it, it on bread. I like it. It's, yeah. adult, it's adult lunchables. It's I love kind it. of yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, and it's funny because I'll just bring my whole entire tub of ham and my whole <laughs> entire tub of cheese, and then I'll just bring some pick, like, a, like a whole jar of pickles, and I lay it out right here while you guys are. 
planning the show and I just mm. snack and I eat as much as I want. I don't have to put it on a plate or anything. That's a waste of space. <laughs> but I need to get better. I need to get better at eating better, doing better things for my body and my health because being here for so long throughout the day, I just I don't forget to eat, but I catch myself always being hungry. So once I get home for dinner, you I just gorge, gorge. Yeah, which yeah. if you talk to any person That's who, the worst thing who to specializes do. in nutrition, um, they will tell you that, no, you need to be snacking throughout the day. You need to listen to your body. And when you're hungry, like feed yourself things that are going to keep you full so that once you get to the end of the day, you're not going to eat an entire bag of pretzels and then mm. also make cookie dough just to eat it. Oh, it's so good, Like though. I do all the time. So... Should put pretzels in the cookie dough? Oh, that sounds really good, actually. Next time. Next but time. Next time. I, uh, but now I'm going to start meal prepping. And I did, for the first time, meal prep. You meal prepped. Here's mm-hmm. my question about meal prepping is... I have like fitness friends that meal prep and you know they have kids and a husband or wife or yeah, whatever. They're all put together. And it's like <laughs> they boil chicken one day and then they like cut the chicken up and put the chicken into five different Tupperwares and then broccoli into the five and it's like you eat the same thing for five days. Yeah. To me like I'm done on day two. Yeah I don't like, like that, that either. No yeah that's that's the issue that I have with meal prepping. Um, so I'm starting off easy and I'm just meal prepping my breakfast because I feel like breakfast is an easy meal that you can eat every single day and have the same thing. When I was a child, not even kidding, for probably eight years of my life, I had a bowl of cereal for breakfast every single day because I loved cereal. So now uh, what I started doing is I was buying those breakfast sandwiches that you get in the (laughs) freezer aisle. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And for, sorry for a second. I just heard. I thought you said the loser aisle, <laughs> and it made me sad. Yeah, those breakfast sandwiches uh, in the loser aisle. The loser like the, sandies. The, the Jimmy Dean sausage yeah. biscuits mm. and whatnot. And the there's croissants. only like six to ten of them that come in there, and they're like twelve bucks. I know. It seems so, so expensive. I don't have the money for that. Yeah. So what I I googled is I googled I looked up freezer breakfast sandwich how to make. Incredibly easy. I did it on my lunch break. Okay, it wow. was so easy You're to make. Right. You, that, Emily, that's you. You go to the store. You get a, a thing of croissant. Which, yeah, I got, which doesn't um, last more than two days. But mm-hmm. then you make it and you put it in a ziploc yeah, yeah, bag, freeze it. Yeah, Is that so, it? Yeah. What you? I got English muffins actually. So Smart. I, I got a, twelve English muffins, and then you crack twelve eggs into a nine by thirteen baking dish with some milk, some seasoning. You whisk it up. You stick it into the the. Um, the oven with your bacon, you put bacon on a different sheet, stick that in the oven, let that cook for like 20 minutes, cut it into little t- squares, mm. you know, so uh, 12 take, little squares. Take your uh, English muffins yep. and then soak up the bacon grease. Oh, I like, didn't even think about like that. Drip that. Like put those mm. in the pan. Next time. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I just stuck mine in the in the toaster one by one, which is the most inefficient way to do it. But I don't know why I was just being really, really like, I don't want to put anything else in the oven. So I just put okay. mine in the toaster. And then you assemble it. You put whatever crappy cheese you want. So I put the little craft singles because I like how it melts. Yes. Nothing wrong with craft singles. And then seal it up. You wrap it in tin foil or you wrap it in freezer paper. Then you stick it in like a plastic bag. They they tell oh, yeah. you like those Ziploc bags. 
I don't have one of those because I'm trying to be environmentally conscious. Yeah, and does not need to be conscious? airtight because, like, it ain't going to get free? Well, again, you're eating them I mean, in a week. Yeah. You're, uh, you're not supposed to leave it in there for six months. Yeah, you're not you know? doing yeah. this for Supposedly, apocalypse. Supposedly, they last up to two months, but I was already eating, like, one of those Jimmy Dean breakfast sandwiches a day. And they have, like, a like the Jimmy Dean ones and, are great, but yeah. they have a lot of sodium. Dude, yeah. And on top of that... Uh, it doesn't matter how much you microwave them properly. The inside's going to be frozen. Yeah. The outside's going to burn your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, they're disproportionate. And you exactly. know what, Jimmy Dean? No. I'm done with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm done with you, Dean. Make your own. <laughs> I'm also going to be making some pumpkin bread soon, too. I think I uh, spoiled that. I'm going to bring some in for yes. you guys to try. Mm, I love but, pumpkin um, bread. Are we doing pumpkin roll or just pumpkin bread? Pumpkin bread. Hell yeah. Pumpkin Is this why you're asking us about raisins? Yes. I okay. like raisins in my pumpkin bread, oh. but it doesn't seem oh. like most people do. I like raisins. And pumpkin bread. Raisins are fine with things. Raisins on their own, no thank you. But no, it's fun. I like, I like this meal prep. I like doing the thing. And I'm going to be so fat and happy for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> and then I have to meal prep all again. And that's the hardest part is getting up and doing all of it. But yeah. More nonstop flights from Austin to all over the world. A few new destinations just announced today. Spencer, would you like to know where you can fly from Austin? To a location without changing airplanes even once? Sure. Uh, we got some new ones, of course, if you like to vacation in beautiful Mexico. Uh, new year-round nonstop flights on Spirit Airlines to Monterey. Cool. On American, you can go to Cozumel. Whoa. If you prefer to go vacation in the Caribbean, you can go to uh, Montego Bay, Jamaica. Year-round on American. We also have, for some reason, Bozeman, Montana. For fans of Yellowstone, oh, I guess. Yeah, that's what people think of. Yeah, I guess if you want to fly there. Uh, Air Canada is now flying out of ABIA to Vancouver. Tight. Beautiful, lovely Vancouver. You can take Virgin Atlantic to <laughs> London. That's Excuse the name me. of the plane, Spencer. That's not. Sorry, I was I was having an allergic reaction. Very, very inappropriate. I wasn't laughing. I was being appropriate. Uh, for the first time since COVID, uh, you will be able to fly to Deutschland, Frankfurt, Germany, Whoa. on Lufthansa. Do you know what the word for uh, airport is in German? Uh, don't know. Flughafen. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's We've been a serious. good one. Yeah, they got uh, some good words, man. They, they like combine words. I think, very a lot long, of times. weird words. The, uh, yeah. You can now fly to the Netherlands uh, in Amsterdam specifically. I wonder if tourism kind of like from America died off a little bit in, in Amsterdam now that, you know, we're getting more legal drugs. Legal. I mean, I'm going to say drugs, mm, more we don't recreational have, things. We don't have a ton of legal sex in though. So, I mean, that's in Nevada. Eh, yep, yep. So, Le- if you want to go for both, that's guaranteed there still. So, legal and regulated. Uh, Southwest, my favorite to fly on. You can go to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. You can Ooh. go to Ontario, Canada. And last but not least, uh, nonstop, year round on Southwest, my favorite airline. Uh, you can fly to. Amarillo, Texas. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, yeah no more stopping in, in, in Dallas, Worth, or, yeah. Dallas, wherever. Cool, uh, dude. You can go straight to Amarillo to go see my mom and my pop. That's good news, man. You can just I take a flight up there some weekends and just come back. That's pretty cool, man. Uh, yeah, I love it. Mom and dad. Just yeah, go now you don't have an excuse not to go I, up there. Well, I, I have an excuse to get the hell out quicker is, is more <laughs> like it. Uh, a couple of the seasonal ones that are returning very soon. You can uh, fly southwest to uh, PCB, Panama City, Sarasota, Florida. To Destin, to Myers, 
Uh, of course, uh, Meyer's still recovering from the hurricane. Hope y'all are okay. Fort oh, Myers, yeah, Fort uh, Myers. I had a friend out there, and they were uh, they, it was pretty rough on them. I feel bad for Fort Myers, but all the people in like Naples, which is a ultra wealthy golf community, I'm like, yeah, eh, whatever. You you know, got, you're rich. You, you got, got like twelve covered. summer homes. You know, get out of there. Uh, you can also fly to Memphis, Tennessee, Montrose, Colorado, uh, many, many, many other places. So there you go. Check it out at KXAN.com. Very excited that there are so many because in my early days of flying in Austin, you, you had to stop everywhere. Layovers there, are the worst, dude. There, there's the old saying that uh, you, even before you go, die and go to hell, you got to stop in Dallas real quick. Did, 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 did you know? Welcome to the segment. Where we teach you what you know. Matt Bearden's here. Spencer, as always. Uh, We've been talking a lot about Taco Bell recently because Spencer and I are having a bit of beef, (laughs) if you will. Soy beef. Taco Bell's doing a promotion where they're bringing back old school items. The Mexican pizza was the first, probably one of the best to bring back. Sure. Now you can vote for the Enchirito, which is the right choice. And for some reason, Spencer thinks it should be the Double Decker Taco. It shouldn't. Because... You can go to Taco Bell, get a taco and a bean burrito, and make a double-decker taco. You can't just make an enchirito. Yeah, you can. Get no, the you ingredients, can't. put them inside that stupid little tortilla, get that stupid red sauce that they got for like so the bean burritos, it's a put red, it on top. It's a different red sauce. You also need like that George Foreman thing that like the panini maker. They got those, those for that. their grilled stuff, no, so they're they their cheesy they, presses. You, this is a dumb argument. But anyhow, <laughs> you started it, no, bro. No, it's infuriating because you can make your own double-decker taco that's never gone away. They have it. And it's you a just, taco and a, and a, a and you bean tortilla. And you literally say, can I get a tortilla with beans on it, please? And they go, okay. And then you make your own double-decker taco. It's been there forever. And they, it never went away. The, the Enchirito, very different. Been gone since 2013. And it's delicious. And it's got those three olives on it. Boom. Yeah. Mm, you, you, know don't see not, olives. you know they're not bringing those back. <laughs> Anyhow, speaking of Taco Bell, did you know uh, they once had a seafood salad? Back in 1986, it contained shrimp, crab, and white fish in a tortilla bowl. Would y'all like to see a commercial? Why order fish when it ends up looking like a burger? Hey, Fred? Yes. This fish? Introducing new seafood salad from Taco Bell. Fresh vegetables, tender bay shrimp, and a delicious blend of whitefish and snow crab. A refreshing change from anything on a bun. If it's square, it's fish. If it's round, it's a burger. Bro, that looks... I didn't even mean to say bro. I sound like my nephew, but that looks... If it's square, it's... Shut up. you got a Wendy. Anyway, First of all, the commercials are very 80s well, commercial. What's odd but is that, that is disgusting Somebody looking. was like, oh, the problem with fish is the shape. That's what people aren't liking. That's why they're not buying more. What they really want is something, uh, you know, that we shouldn't be serving at all. I, I'm very confused by this. It I did not know it was ever a thing. And yeah. the ad agency, like, that's their whole angle with it. Exactly. Weird, bizarre, and disgusting. And most of that stuff isn't even actual crab or shrimp. It's the it's just whitefish that they mashed out of the albacore or something Also, like it was the 1980s. Why not just be honest, all right? Your husband and sons love to go stuff their face, but... Everything right now is uh, aerobics and you having to watch your weight. It sucks to be a wife, you doesn't gotta be, it? you got to be healthy. So why don't you go eat this and just shut up and be happy, Mom? Make that the commercial. I'm glad we've come a long way from that. Mm. Did mm-hmm. you know? 
speaking of delicious food, uh, the world's largest KFC is actually in Azerbaijan. Hell yeah. It was built in an old train station. Whoa. And it's about... <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, 17,000 square feet. Dude. Yeah. It's too much room. Uh, it's a big... Start uh, subletting some of that space out. Big KFC there. Did you know? Let's see if we did. The sculptor who carved Mount Rushmore was a high-ranking KKK member. The sculptor? Well, yeah, that makes sense, because uh, Mount Rushmore was sculpted when? In the middle of uh, the Donald Trump presidency? (laughs) No, no, no. I mean, I just feel like it was at a time. Was it in the 1930s? Uh, Probably. And I feel it wasn't like half of America and the Klan at that time? 1867. Is when he was born. Never mind. <laughs> this is why we don't follow up on this information. Yeah, why did you let me ask you any questions? Yeah, you're supposed I, to shut that down, man. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Did you know? It's over. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Halloween is supposed to be scary. To determine today's person behaving badly, we shall render a verdict very soon. Uh, Halloween's a very controversial subject amongst many people. Honestly, I don't remember it being that bad for a very long time. But if you grew up in the 80s, you always heard about... The uh, devil and, yeah, and was, witchery and evil. There was another sort of cult-like scare. People scared of like demonic cults, I think, in the 80s. Satanic panic. Yeah. Yeah, it was an entire um, thing. Uh, not to mention the, there's going to be needles and drugs in your candy. Like, it's whatever <laughs> they can do to keep the fear-mongering going. And now it's uh, it, it's striking in the heart of America once again, but this time when it comes to Halloween decorations. And Halloween what? decorations that I must say are fairly timid. I could get it if it was a bunch of blood and gore and like stuff that would really freak kids out. Like yeah. That might be too much. We've seen some bad stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There's some stuff that people get the cops called on them for because it's a bit too realistic. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. I mean, hell, even a. Uh, ooh, I just said hell. Oh, oh gosh. Satanic panic is oh, getting me. No. Uh, but there was uh, a thing. <laughs> was it Austin where there was the uh, Clark Griswold? Of a dummy it was for that Christmas, was, right? And there's one correct. where he's like, he fell off the roof and is like just hanging Holding on. Holding on. But it's, it's like motorized, so he's swinging a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's it, awesome, but at the same time, read the audience a little I, bit. I can understand you know? why people would, would call and get scared, but uh, this one, not even that scary. Basically, someone set up a. Uh, a Stranger Things Halloween display. Oh, it had, cool. uh, you know, the scene where Max is floating midair okay. whenever she's in the, uh, the not the, what is it, the, the upside down, yeah. and she's listening to running up that hill, and she's like floating yeah, up in yeah. the air. Uh, well, it's been forced to be shut down because a neighbor started complaining about it, and here's what the uh, creator had to say. Everyone seemed okay with it until they weren't. We saw it on TikTok. We just thought like it was so cool that you couldn't see like any wires or anything. It's upsetting to be told like we support you, we're behind you, we understand why you're doing this, and to have that blow up in your faces. 
Okay, that audio clip made no sense uh, in any way. That was yeah. a big mishmash of I whatever. To, I wanted to know. It's almost like they didn't find anything, so they just squished it all together. Oh, this will confuse people. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> this will po- make them think we got info. Uh, Point being, they had to tear it down, and it looked pretty good. Like It had the vines from the upside down, and it had a lot of little stuff uh, from we- it. And do we get a reason why they had to tear it? Like, because a neighbor complained about it. But what was there? Do you know what the complaint was here to the story? Uh, probably that they doubt your commitment to sparkle motion. Uh, well, of course. Um, but they had to tear it down, or I guess it's it's on hold uh, temporarily is what the uh, the news station says about it right now. Um, but uh, here you go. Today's person behaving badly uh, is not the nosy neighbor, but these people for once again Someone having a better Halloween display than myself. Well, they put effort into it. I can't put effort into it because you jerks go and buy up all the stuff in September. Yeah. Get you, used to it, man. This no. is, these are the changes you have to adapt to an adapting world. I'm you not, can't just sit around and be like, oh, technology is changing and I'm scared. It's not about technology and being scared. I know, it's that's about, another example. I'm not shopping for Halloween crap in September. Stop forcing well, then, that on then me. you're not going to get a cool Halloween display, it well, seems like. Well, I guess like. I won't, but at least I still get to determine who's this person behaving badly. All right. And it's you. Even though I am pretty pissed about a nosy neighbor just <laughs> bitching about something. That's Same. so frustrating. That's the runner-up, then. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, I don't live in a, a, a neighborhood. <laughs> thankfully, I can't afford to live in anywhere with a uh, neighborhood association. <laughs> Thank God. Making your drive home a little weirder. CJ Morgan on 101X. What does it even matter? <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. That beard is a weird, is a wired. Let's find out. Yeah, uh, do you either of you guys have any kind of smart tech in your house where you do, they call it home tech or the, the Internet of Things, where you, uh, they used to have the clapper. You clap twice and your lights would go on and off. Your grandparents probably had that. And then uh, now we've been told and promised that we'd be able to automate our whole home. You yeah, I do. Stuff? And it pisses me off endlessly because endlessly, it never works. Right, doesn't, doesn't. Ever. And your phone won't work with the lights. But the lights will work with your computer, but your computer won't work with the TV, which your phone does work with. It's all confusing, right? I might as well just leave my porch lights on all the time because I cannot shut them off. Not only that, but there are like seven different programming languages, and each one of them is kind of its own closed-off silo and won't talk with the other thing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to announce that uh, all those troubles may be behind you. In fact, this week, uh, I want to say it was Tuesday... That it probably came through, but uh, there's a new thing called Matter. Matter 1.0, and the new specification was released this week. It was actually fully certified, and it's being released now. Here's why it matters, okay? Are you ready? I can't wait. All right, here we go. Um, Apple has signed on. Samsung has signed on. Alexa, which is... uh, uh, Amazon Amaz- yeah. has signed on. Google has signed on. Philips has signed on. Basically, all of these people realized they were trying to create their own kind of closed-in circuits, and then they get and you to buy all their stuff. Else. It's screwing everywhere, and it's actually and hurting them in their own sales. And they realized that Matter will kind of be on top of it, and kind cool. of is like a traffic cop, and will let you use and interplay with a bunch of the stuff. So it will no longer matter what system you're inside of, and it's going to be backwards compatible with some of the stuff that you already own. Now, I don't want to say all of it because some of it won't work, but on a lot of it, 
It will, and you'll be able to essentially probably get like a home hub that runs Matter, and it will talk to everything. Now, whether it will work, I don't know. It, like I said, <laughs> it is a 1.0 specification. Yeah. If we all were, can probably go back and remember uh, Bluetooth 1.0 yeah, or USB 1.0. Um, yeah, I think they, then they get better. It's not going to be perfect, but I do think it shows a little bit of promise. And I know this isn't for everybody out there. But it is out there for the sad dads, because the sad dads have (laughs) desperately wanted. When we were told we wouldn't get flying cars, dads so badly want to have a way where they can just go, you know, shut the house down, and everything goes to sleep at night, and it actually works. And they don't have to go, shut the house down, and then walk around turning off the lamps that didn't go out, locking the doors that didn't lock. Wait, is the garage still open? Correct. Like, if I had Matter 1.0 and you were connected to it, I could just clap my hands and you'd shut up right now. Shut the F up, yeah. See? It works. Clickbait Corner originally started as something to make fun of those dumb topical lists that you always see. Number seven, you won't believe. Oh, my. But now I'm kind of having fun with some of these quizzes because they're absolutely dumb and make no sense. Uh, (laughs) One up at BuzzFeed right now is which House of Dragon character are you? If you have yet to watch House of Dragon, uh, I enjoy it. But here's the deal. A lot of people are complaining because all the names are the same, all the characters are the same, everything's the same. Hey, do a little research. There's a a daemon, there's a demon, there's a demon. And they're all Targaryens. (laughs) Yeah. Go back and read, all right? I don't have time for you to bitch about this. You should already be well-versed and prepared in all things nah, Westeros man. by now. No, nah, man. Okay, Some people are casual. All right. all right. But this is a quiz we're about to take, right? Yeah, we're about so. to take a quiz to figure out exactly which House of Dragon character we oh, are. Man, I'm literally not invested at all. <laughs> First and foremost, we have to pick a color palette. And yes, it's color, C-O-L-O-U-R. Of course, this is Westeros. Yes. Uh, I'm going to choose the one with mostly these greens here because I think that I identifies us more than any other one or Spencer do you think we should go with this one that's red black and gray because that's that's kind of 101x what do you think what do you think the CJ we're, we're doing this on behalf of the CJ Morgan show right we're, we're gonna go with that because we're gonna it's go with 101x. 101x yeah all right so. let's pick a dragon Drogon uh Caraxes Vahegar Balerion Cyrax or Rhaegal I like Cyrax because I like my man Cyrax from Mortal Kombat yeah but Balerion's the biggest, baddest dragon. Well, see, I don't know any of these things, so I'm just choosing based off. Uh, we're going with that one, all right. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, there we go. Yes, boss. Pick please, a, <laughs> please don't fire me. <laughs> Pick a Game of Thrones house motto to live by. Ooh. With fire and blood, ours is the fury, family duty, honor, a Lannister always pays their debts, which actually wasn't their family motto. Uh, yeah. Unbowed, unbent, unbroken, or winter is coming. <laughs> is that one? You just do uh, it. I like the hours is fury yeah, since we like we get pissed off. I like that too. That's that's what I was gonna choose, and that's actually I believe the House Baratheon. Oh uh, yeah. One. So we're gonna make a bunch of mistakes. <laughs> uh, pick someone to trust. Uh, Larry Strong. Lanair Valerian, Leonor Valerian, Lionel Strong. You don't even know all the names. King Viserys, I can't pronounce him, or Daemon Targaryen. Uh, You know what? I'm going to go with uh, Valerian. Sure. That dude's cool. No idea. I'm not caught up on the show yet, but don't worry. (laughs) You like to wait for a few episodes to come out of time, right? Here's one we can get (laughs) behind. You overhear rumors of people colluding against you. What do you do? Immediately have them banished from the kingdom. Have your spies follow them so you can catch them in the act. 
Hmm. Unleash a dragon on them. Torture them. Hmm. Give them a chance to confess their sins. If they do, they can remain in jail. If not, they'll be executed. Expose their plan and challenge them to a duel. See, I'm a fan of the spy route because that's sneaky. And Me that's too. What High Game five. Of, that's what Game of, ugh, yeah, Game of Thrones is all go. about. One of my favorite characters were... I want to catch were, him in uh, the act. And the OG Game of Thrones. I liked, uh, what was his name, Viserys, the uh, the eunuch. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Littlefinger wasn't as cool in my opinion, but those two guys were always intriguing Very, to watch. very sn- uh, sneaky. Sneaky little bastards. All right, let's pick a location. King's Landing, Dragonstone, Driftmark, Hall, The Vale, or Pentos. Man, I kind of like Dragonstone because it's on an island. Yeah, and that makes it a little more defensible, too, because I was thinking of that. for like King's Landing is pretty defensible in the way it's like structured. Historically, it's not real, but <laughs> we can go with Dragonstone. I mean, it is. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, do, uh, it's in Croatia. Yeah. I get the exact name of the city. Uh, last but not least, pick a trait that you value in others. Loyalty, strength, courage, wisdom, honesty, generosity, or humor. Just kidding. Humor's not on this. I like wisdom or uh, honesty, but hmm. what do you think? Strength is obviously a good one for these types of... I like loyalty, Well, Spencer. Okay. I like loyalty. Well, that's why I only work for this show for now. Oh, uh, oh, damn. We are Renaria Targaryen. We're Targs? Yeah. Well, wow. not just that. We're the main character. Look at damn, that. Main character bro. syndrome. We're so cool. Uh, you and Renaria are natural born leaders. That's us. That's the show as a group. We're good You're confident, lead. ambitious. Surround yourself with people who can match you on your intellectual level. To others outside of your inner circle, you may come across as blunt and ruthless, but that's only because. They don't know you. Yeah. You would do anything to protect your friends and shower them with gifts and love. Oh. But my dragon will bite your nuts off if you, right. you mess with me. Plus, we have pretty blonde hair. We do. <laughs> Spencer, yet another year together, you and I are going to be out at ACL Fest uh, oh, broadcasting, yeah. having fun as buddies. Yeah. It's going to be um, fun. I, I mean, got, I, I do have to get you waters and things like that, so I don't feel quite as equal. At least you don't have to give me booze. I'm going to try to make it for my first ACL Fest ever sober. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. You uh, know what? So, sober on uh, alcohol. I'm still going to try to eat mushrooms, <laughs> LSD, any any other thing cool, I can man. get my hands on. I'm going to stick it up my nose and in my veins. I'm thinking, uh, about, I'm thinking about joining you on that one, the the more, the, the not drinking thing. Yeah, I well, um, because it's just, it's so hot, it's so miserable, and... You really run out of steam when there's like shows and things you yeah. can and want to do. Instead, you get so obsessed with the the drinking part of it and yeah. the and then well, getting dude. sleepy that you miss out on a good time. Yeah. Plus, we're not in our twenties anymore, man. It, it, it's way too easy to get like dehydrated, overheated, exhausted. Or it yeah, sounds just, sad. Just that it is sleepy. Sad. Don't grow uh, up. I remember uh, one of my favorite moments was uh, the first Friday of last year, and this you know this is kind of on on my bad as well because. I just had that back surgery. I was on pain medication. I had been drinking. <laughs> so it was not a good day for me. Uh, there was some you point. You were getting a little silly at one point. You, me, and Matt were hanging out in the uh, one of the VIP areas. Oh, we got silly and had fun. In fact, I got in an argument with one of my best friends and told him, oh, he, yeah. was, told him he was <laughs> gaslighting me just because that was a term that popped in my head. Uh, while we were waiting on the bus to go home, uh, I met some uh, some fraternity guys and I was like, oh, hell yeah, can I have some of that? And they had like a 
six pack, and Matt was like, "Oh, damn it, no, no, no!" But it was just water. Okay. <laughs> and, but I thought it was thank beer. God, thank God. So I chugged it, and, and it was <laughs> and crushed the can. You're yeah, like, this yeah. is hydrating. What the hell, dude? Uh, but I'm I'm actually excited about uh, going down and doing this year because the weather's going to be better, dude. I know. Um, we have some pretty cool interviews set up, and even if you're not like into the, like the old, Ooh, I hate ACL fest, we're still going to have fun down there, and we're still going to get into shenanigans. That's the plan, right? Yeah, no matter what, yeah, we're going to make shenanigans happen. Uh, should we bring some silly string when they allow that in? Uh, yeah, and little like <laughs> like horns and just, just just all kinds of stuff. Just little the uh, elementary school shenanigans. <laughs> uh, we're going to start broadcasting, I guess, during the normal time during the show tomorrow, uh, three p.m. ish. I know Matt's going to be around. Emily's going to be there. Yep. One thing you're looking forward to, Spencer, what would that be? Uh, the end. <laughs> when it's done? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because uh, normally I work weekends, but it's only one day out of the weekend instead of all weekends. So I'm looking forward to that. That that weekend after ACL, I can be like, oh yeah, I get to sleep in a little bit. However, uh, as far as the festival is concerned, I think I'm most interested to see uh, Lil Nas X, man. Same dude. I was about uh, to say the, the the exact same thing. Like that is very curious. I think that's going to be the the act this year. Now there is, um, dang it, what what is his name? I'll, I'll pull up the schedule really quick. Like there's another. Big one. We call it the Lizzo acts and stuff like that. Um, right, because Lizzo that one year really blew up, and the between, festival b- between being booked yeah. and the time the festival came around, yeah, was on wait. It was on the Miller Light stage, which is a great stage, but for Lizzo, it should have been much bigger. Yeah, uh, I think Jack Harlow was last that year. That was the same. Yeah, he blew up too, and. Uh, yeah, those crowds, it's all right there next to the media area where we were backstage. And, and where we get trapped. Right. And when the crowd gets that massive and that rowdy, like they were for uh, Jack Harlow, at least, it gets kind of intense and you can't even get out. We can't. But oh, boo hoo. At least we got, you know, like water and at stuff back there. Yeah, we're somewhat and safe. And a little air conditioned uh, toilets and stuff. Uh, the big act this year, supposedly, uh, that's. that's Grown exponentially since being booked is uh, Zach Bryan, so that okay. should be the uh, the one to see. But again, cool. my 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 thing is I really want to see Little Nas X because I think that is obviously it's not one on one X music besides no. the X, but it's that's going to be a hell of a it show. Seems like it'd be kind of fun interview too, just a silly dude. You know what I mean? Just a little stinker like us, right? (laughs) A little bit. It's the C.J. Morgan Show on KROX FM, Pewda, Austin. 101X.